Hey yo, we was having a ball, and you know they asked me to get on the mic, and they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? Yo guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the CW Clinic. My name is Chris. No one has fired me. I'm still your host on our fifth season. And most importantly, I appreciate you. I love you. I hope everybody's doing well. Guys, send the love back. And CW needs a little love, all right? Send send this show to someone, all right? Maybe post it up to your friends and your digital network, Help a brother out. You know, if you really love me, um, drop a review on iTunes for me. Uh, I would love you a long time for that, actually. And um, you can screenshot it and send it to me, and then maybe I would send you something back because that's the type of person I am um, and always have been. Uh, so I'm going to talk about something today that is super important. And it's intriguing considering I'm reporting on YouTube on a podcast. However, as we'll discuss, there's some similarities coming. And uh, podcasting and YouTubing are some of the quickest growing uh, communities ever. And it's right now. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. We're going to talk about the, uh, the letter from Susan. Susan is the CEO of YouTube. So if you like this, pay it forward. If you don't, well, you know how it goes. Don't pay it forward. Let's get into it. Okay, so check it out, guys. Listen, I need to be fired from trying to pronounce people's last names. I just don't know what's going on. Uh, That's what it comes down to. So (laughs) this is... (laughs) This is what we're going to say, okay? We're going to say Susan W. She's the, <laughs> she, she's the CEO of YouTube. She's the boss, all right? Letter from Susan W. Our 2022 priorities, okay? So before I get into it, guys, anyone with a business sense here, this is the first quarter statement from the publicly traded company to their customers, okay? Understand what that means, And I'm not knocking Susan. I'm just giving the business perspective considering I went to eight years of business school and have been an entrepreneur of 14 years, something like that. I kind of lose the ability to count the exact years, but formal schooling was easy to count. So YouTube's priorities for 2022, the state of the creator economy innovation, supporting the work of creators, and protecting the YouTube community. All right. What we're going to talk about is the state of the creator economy, innovation, supporting the work of creators, and protecting the YouTube community. And that's primarily what this article is all about. And I'm going to take, I'm going to give you the takeaways, starting with the past few years have been transitional for all of us. 
We've adapted to changes in our lives we couldn't have imagined before the pandemic. Along the way, we've seen incredible growth in the YouTube community. Creators coming to our platform to share their lives, to make a living, and to shape the world around us in meaningful ways. They're bringing us together to do good in the world. We saw impact of these efforts last year by a bunch of YouTubers, to say the least, and to raise funds to remove 30 million pounds of trash from our oceans, beaches, and rivers. At YouTube, we're focused on growing our platform in the year ahead. Today, I want to check in with an update on our key priorities, which are the state of creator economy, innovation, supporting the work and creators, and protecting the YouTube community. So that's actually a very polished introduction statement. It's also very political for those of you that are not familiar. Not that politics matter here, depending on who's listening, but that's a very political, polished opening statement, okay? Just giving you the facts here. I'm not saying it's one way or another other than that. And I respect it. Listen, you got a huge amount of customers and audience. You got to do what you got to do. This state of the creator economy, we're committed to growing our creator ecosystem. More people are creating content on YouTube than ever before. We're seeing momentum across the platforms, including shorts. We've now hit 5 trillion all-time views on shorts. Guys, we're not talking about billions. We're talking about trillions here, all right? The real thing is what's after trillions, all right? Because that's where we're going to be soon. Creators are helping us learn, keeping us entertained, and also significantly impacting the global economy. The number of channels around the world making more than $10,000 a year is up 40% year over year. It's a pretty bold statement. That means people are doing a side hustle of 10 grand a year on YouTube, which is up 40% year over year. That's good growth for people making a little bit of money talking about what they want to talk about and maybe documenting their lives. Like that's respect right there. And that's, that's a big statement. Understand the validity of that statement guys. And a series of reports from Oxford economics has shown the impact of the creator economy. Oxford is arguably the best um, school in the world in England. Uh, People would say otherwise, Yale, Harvard. However, Oxford's big three, and I'm not Ivy League. However, I understand the situation. I'm actually happy I'm not Ivy League, but I still got love for you guys. In 2020, as people around the world adapted to changing circumstances around the pandemic, pandemic, YouTube's creative ecosystem supported more than 800,000 jobs in 2020. That's pretty legit. That's um, Amazon is roughly at the million dollar mark of employees, meaning like a million, a million, one, two, three employees. I don't know the exact before shooting this show. YouTube has 800,000, meaning there's 800,000 people being paid to work with YouTube because they partner you when you 
hit a certain point. So that's a really big statement as well. In the United States, Japan, South Korea, Canada, Brazil, Australia, and the UK combined. So just from looking at this, we're not talking about Africa, China, Russia. Yep. So that's half the world right there, right? China has half the world, give or take, plus Russia. Okay, so there's a whole lot to be said, and we'll open with that, okay? Next, we're going to talk about innovation. We're building the YouTube of the future. Guys, if you're an entrepreneur, this is where you want to key in, okay? You want to key into this. We're building the YouTube of the future, okay? They're building the market. And if someone builds a market, <laughs> not only do you have to pay attention, but it's a monopoly. As we look ahead, we're focused on innovation. These are a few of the areas we're interested in this year. Shorts, shorts, music, gaming, shopping, living room, learning, and sustainability. Let's just talk about shorts out of all of those, considering it's probably the most popular right now or trendy. We're working every day to improve on how we help creators get started and reach an audience faster in shorts. That's them saying the algorithm is aligned for you being discovered faster by shorts. Last year, we started rolling out a new remix feature that lets you create shorts using audio from other YouTube videos. In the months ahead, we'll expand this capacity, capability with even more exciting ways to remix YouTube's content. Sounds pretty innovative to me. Oh, all right, all right here's a big one. S supporting the work of creators. Thoughts on the dislike update. We heard from many of you about the removal of public dislike counts on YouTube. And I know this decision was controversial. Some of you mentioned dislikes helped you decide what videos to watch. However, people dislike videos for many reasons, including some that have nothing to do with the video, which means it's not always an accurate way to select videos to watch. That's why dislikes were never shown on the homepage, search results, or up next screens where users were most likely to choose a video. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I understand the perspective of YouTube. And I would just say that if I was on the board of directors, I would tell them that there needs to be a dislike button on YouTube, let alone in life. Because it's okay to dislike something. It's not okay to jam that opinion down someone's throat. So I see both perspectives. However, if I was a CEO of YouTube, which I would never be, 
Ever. I would never take that position. Um, there would be a dislike button. Definitely. Protecting the YouTube community. I think that's important. It's our top priority to live up to our responsibility. Underlying all of our efforts to innovate and support our creators is a commitment to responsibility protecting our community. Tackling misinformation and other harmful content is a top priority. We're also working to reduce content in recommendations that comes right up against our policy lines but doesn't cross it. We aim to keep views of this, quote, borderline content under 0.5% of views on YouTube. Finally, we place equal importance on the work we do to connect people with information from authoritative sources on important topics like news and health. Do I need to explain this? Because I will. I'm happy to explain that. News and health. What has been happening the past five years? No, excuse me. Two years. What's been happening the past two years? News and health. Hmm. Okay. As we've made these changes over the past few years, we also heard increased calls for transparency. Odd. Odd how that happens. We want to enable more exploration of these topics in the future and are working on a plan to make more information available to researchers. Hmm. Like the research that COVID came out of a lab in China that the United States of America has the patent on? Is that going to censor me? Because that's factual. I think, you know, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck, honestly. I don't care if I'm censored. And I am censored on several platforms. And, like, I just don't give a shit. I'm not aggravated by that statement. It just is so relevant and easy for me to see. It's difficult to understand that 90% of America doesn't see that. Censorship in 2022, let alone 2021 and 2020 and five years before that, have been a serious topic that's just catching on. Thank God it's catching on, but understanding that the information that is put in front of you, your email, your text, your Facebook, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Google, is all censored. All of those companies own your information and know what you want to see. So anyone that speaks against a statement like that, you don't hear from. That's a powerful, powerful statement. And I love YouTube. You just have to understand the game you play, guys. And what a lot of people don't realize is life is a game. And whoever's controlling it has you. 
So overall, I think this article is excellent and it's well put together. The highlights on the article are for content producers that it sounds like there's a bunch of new opportunities for us and could be profitable depending on how much energy you put into it. As consumers, which is the majority of YouTube being the second biggest search engine in the world behind Google, I believe that the mission and statement of YouTube is pure. However, I would be skeptical of the censorship and news delivery and health delivery recommendations because understanding reality of situations, in my opinion, is far more important than what's distorted. And I know I'm speaking in very deep um, terminology, but that's what's needed to understand realities of situations. So I brought to you this article today to highlight many things. I think Susan did a great job. I really do. And as I would never take that position, I think that it's a very difficult position to have, especially in an international company. That is the second biggest search engine behind Google. That says a lot. So she's definitely a boss and she knows what she's doing. Um, and much respect, Susan, if you see this. Much respect. So that's what I got for you today, guys. Um, little, little dicey on this one, but my perspective, okay, guys? The interesting part about perspective is everybody has it. And it really comes down to what you believe in. I know what I believe in. And you knowing what you believe in is equally as important. So I deliver you the facts it's up to you to how you process them. But do know that I care about you. I hope you're winning. I hope you're doing well. And um, if you want to see me do the same, share this show with someone. Um, post it up. Fucking drop a review on iTunes and uh, help us grow. Okay? The more you give, the more you get, guys. I'll talk to you later. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Well, I'm born. Born, Can I kick it? To my tribe that flows in layers. Right now, Fife is a point sayer. At times, I'm a studio conveyor. Mr. Dink.